everyone. Welcome to Coffee Talks Podcast, where four friends gather together over a hot cup of coffee to discuss and share all things life, as well as other important topics in today's society. We aim to have good, fruitful, and honest conversation while keeping an open mind and an understanding perspective towards one another. So wherever you are, feel free to grab a cup of coffee and enjoy our laughter-filled discussions on all things life. I'm Allison. I'm Chelsea. I'm Brenda. And I'm Sasha. Now let's get started. Welcome back to Coffee Talks Pod. Today we are going to discuss all things heartbreak, from breaking our own hearts to other people breaking our hearts and to us breaking other people's hearts. So let's get started, y'all. <laughs> get ready for this heavy topic. Yeah, just a light topic for a Wednesday. So who wants to go first and be very vulnerable? Oh my God. Um, mm. Chelsea, Chelsea, are you ready or no? <laughs> I guess I'll just lay my bleeding heart out. Let's start with the heartbreak where he broke my heart. And then we'll go back around to where I broke my own heart. So with heartbreak, I've had two. Um, One was a few years ago, like 2017, I think. So it's been like three years now. Mm -hmm. Gosh, time flies. Mm -hmm. I guess that's one thing I really want to hit on too when we talk about heartbreak is time does help. Like it's been three years and I thought this was going to be the heartbreak that like did me in because it was my very first heartbreak. Mm -hmm. It was also my very first relation, like serious relationship. I think I was 23 at the time. Um, So it was a relationship that wasn't healthy. Um. We were dating, but, like, not official. Like, I never had a title. But I met his family. I met his friends, which I think made the heartbreak even worse because it's like I was mourning something that was actually never there because we weren't official and we didn't have that title. But it was literally the entirety of 2017. So it was a year I was with someone. So I think that was something that I really struggled with and something that I've talked about with my therapist, too, about it doesn't matter if it – you didn't have a title. It's still real. It mm-hmm. still right. happened. It Those was still, feelings are still there. It was, yeah. The feelings were very real. Um, and well, that was kind of a heartbreak that, like, was over and over and over again because mm-hmm. it was not a healthy relationship. And he continually left me for his ex, who once Ooh. she found out that, like, he ended it with me, she didn't want him anymore. She just didn't want him with me. And he was an idiot. We're not even going to talk about him specifically. We're just going to talk about the heartbreak. But it ended, I actually ended it the last time because once you get treated the same way over and over again, it doesn't matter how much you love someone, it comes a time and a place where you're like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's something earlier in the year, I was like, I would do anything for him. Like it didn't matter how he treated me. I loved him. And I thought that's what love was. And so I, that was just me being naive. Um, But through time, I realized that I deserved better and he was going to continually break my heart if I left it in his hands because he didn't care. He, you know, the feelings weren't reciprocated. And so it didn't matter how he treated me because I was a bleeding heart for him, but he was like, whatever, we're not serious. Like we're not dating. And so I actually walked away from that one and gosh, it took me probably until the middle of 2018 to start dating again Mm -hmm. because I didn't, my biggest fear was rushing into something because my feelings were laid out on the table. Mm-hmm. Would you say, like, that is something that still affects you now? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's something that I bring into every relationship now is, like, in a bad way. And I'm trying to, like, work through it and not carry it out. Like, there's good things I take from that relationship on what I do want. 
like in things that I won't settle for. Mm-hmm. Like very upfront when I'm dating, I'm like, I want a title and I want to know what your feelings are initially because I just spent 11 months with someone in 2017 where I can't tell someone that was my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I just say that was somebody I was seeing for the entire year. And that sucks mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like my feelings were valid. Because right. like, well, yeah, yeah, you were with him, but you weren't really like you. I didn't mean enough to him to be in a relationship. And that sucks. That's a heartbreak in itself. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, what's wrong with me? Why didn't you want me? But it ain't me. Like that's something with time. You'll learn with heartbreak. If it, it wasn't you, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was him and his own insecurities that were projected on me. And, ugh. but yes, so I bring that into relationships, but then the insecurity part of myself comes to, because with every heartbreak, you bring parts of that into your next one as yeah. much as you don't yeah. want to, mm-hmm. you right. do. And so with that, I brought that into my next relationship. Um, the, I never, I'm not a projector. So like I may be very anxious on the inside, typical six, but I'm not going to project it on other people because that's not theirs to deal with. It's mine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I was constantly on the inside. Is he talking to someone else? And is his ex? Like I was very, mm-hmm. God bless this next guy I dated. Cause I was very upfront. If you have a crazy ex, if you're talking to anyone before me, like I'm gone. Cause I'm not doing this again. Mm-hmm. Like, so heartbreak, that heartbreak did teach me like, things that I would settle for, things that I like wanted in someone. So it, it did come with pluses, but there's still stuff from it that I feel like I'm still mm-hmm. dealing with today, three years later. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, those but, are also things that like the things that you, at least you learn, but it's things that with the future relationships, like when you brought up, like if you have any crazy ex or like any of this, like just yeah. let me know. But it's, it's sad that because of that bad experience, now you have to, you have to ask those questions, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. beforehand when you shouldn't have to yeah, like with a decent guy. A decent mm-hmm. human being like wouldn't ever entertain the idea of someone else. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're not ready to date, don't date. Yes. Like mm-hmm. if you are still in love with your ex, don't pull someone else into that mix. That's between you and them or just mm-hmm. between you. And it's really important, I think, that, like, you're aware of that Mm because now you're working through that. I mean, you're seeing a counselor and you're working Mm -hmm. through, like, obviously other stuff, but, like, this falls into that Mm -hmm. as well of learning how to um, step away from that and, like, step into something that's scary Mm -hmm. um, despite your experiences. But not bring those insecurities from that relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you should learn from it, but, like... My biggest fear and a lot of the reason that, like, I finally reached out to get a counselor is I don't want to bring all that with me. I want to bring the good parts. But, like, my partner shouldn't have to answer all these questions. Like, I feel like I'm also, like, I'm like a judge. Like, I'm like, here, here's all of this. If you don't fit up to it, done. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a bad thing I hate that I bring with me because now I have all these, like, stipulations because of that ex that I feel like, I mean, you should have standards, but I feel like. Some of the things I'm like, okay, that's that's a little much, but it's to protect myself. Yeah, and I wonder how much of it also is like, and we all have those, we all have our own experiences, but like how much we're letting that experience take control over our lives and hindering us from living that life that we're supposed to be, like taking those steps because we're still, this person is still having us. Like mm-hmm. by us being fearful of stepping into those things, like somehow that person's still controlling you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And And that's something I had to mm -hmm. teach myself and learn is that by letting yourself think about that, you're still letting them have some control Mm -hmm. over you. Mm -hmm. you And like every person is different. And I know because this is hard for me too, is like 
trying to see like any new person that I meet as this is a brand new person, mm-hmm. not the same person that you have that experience with, like totally different. Like, so getting to know that person and being open to know like who they are mm-hmm. versus already saying like, this is who you are. I already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard. Like that's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It, is. it is really hard, mm-hmm. but it it's only fair. Mm-hmm. And even, like, giving myself six months, like, before I started dating again, like, I feel like it's very personal, like, how much time it takes you to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and if some people move on a lot quicker than others. Like, I felt like in six months, like, I was ready. And I feel like looking back, I was not. Um, granted, the next relationship I got in was a very healthy relationship that I clung to um, probably a lot longer than I needed to. Um, just because it was so drastically different than the first one. And you probably felt safe. Yeah, I did. And I loved that person very much. But when push came to shove, like, I wasn't in love with that person. And that kind of leads me into my next point where, like, I broke my own heart. So uh, this was the next relationship after that one. Um, And he was an amazing guy. had so many amazing qualities. But, like, when I looked at a future, I didn't see him in it. Mm. And I'd never had that before. And I was about to graduate PT school and move and just kind of had my own plans. And he had his and they just really didn't match up in my eyes. And I really didn't give him now looking back, I didn't give him really a whole lot of chance to like defend himself and like work through things. Like, well, let's look at different futures. Like I just was like, yeah, I, I don't see it. And like, I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. So the breakup, like, it sounds cut and dry. Like, it's okay. But it was really hard because, like, I did love him so much. And he was a, like, a he was my everyday person. Like, I talked to him every day, all day. He was my best friend. And mm, so in that breakup, it's, it's hard. Like, I broke my own heart. Like, I, that entire, I mean, I haven't dated since. And that was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it, it's it's rough. Mm-hmm. But I still think that's, like, mature, too, because yeah. you know that y'all's, it's just not, you can see it futuristically that it's not, like, mm-hmm. what you're, what you don't, you don't see it going, you know, future, and so you're doing what you think is best mm-hmm. for both of you. So it's, I think that's still mature. It's weird dating as an adult, because it's, like, you need to think about stuff like that. Like, do you see a future with this person? Like, think about where your jobs are going to call you to, like do you match compatibility with your beliefs, how you mm-hmm. want to raise your kids? So when I started thinking about that kind of stuff, I was like, okay, I don't think we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad I saw that early on. But like I said, like he was my best friend. So you lose a partner and a best friend at the same time, which I had never done before. Um, mm-hmm. Because in the earlier relationship, I don't think we were best friends. We were just, I was just in love with him. The friend part wasn't there. So it was just different. It was a different type of heartbreak. And it hurts, especially when you've spent that much time with someone because they're in your past, like memories, like your whole year probably revolved Mm -hmm. around him. Like you guys did everything together. So Mm -hmm. then at least after my heartbreak, I would be like talking to people and I'd be like, Oh, so-and-so. And and I did this or whatever. And it just Mm -hmm. felt like that was still such a big piece of me, yeah. even though it wasn't anymore. And that's mm-hmm. like when I describe things that happened like in 2017, they always have a negative connotation because of the first heartbreak was really messy mm-hmm. and family mm-hmm. and friends were involved. And I think everyone hates him with a passion. And anytime his name is brought up, I think my mom may actually be ready to stab him. 
Um, <laughs> but anytime things from 2018, 2019 are brought up, like always pop, it's positive. Like right. we ended on good terms. Like it wasn't bad. Like it was a very clean, healthy breakup. Um, but yeah, it's funny how like your memories are tainted mm-hmm. because anytime I think about stuff in 2017, I'm like, Oh, bad. That was a really bad time. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, yeah, no, I get it. I went through a heartbreak and it was messy. So ours started off, we dated for like four months and then just one day he decided to break up with me. Like, Oh, I'm going to break up with her. And it was awful. And then, like, three days later, he calls me back. And he's like, I can't live without you. Like, I need to get back together with you. And I'd gone to therapy and stuff. And my therapist was like, there are so many red flags. He mm-hmm. is a red flag. He's and a I red was flag. Like, he is so a red flag. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when he called me back, I was like, well, I'm going to have to get back together with him. So we went back. We got back together. And we ended up going on vacation together, which was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up breaking up why well, I broke up with him this time because I was like I don't deserve to be treated like this mm-hmm. like you treat me like you're never showing up to stuff like I got promoted he didn't come to my promotion oh dinner my gosh. I begged and begged didn't show up wow and just stuff like that and I'm like we're not going in the same life direction yeah <laughs> so no but the memories were the hardest part to get over mm-hmm. and it wasn't even that I was in love with him like when we broke up because I did the last breakup mm-hmm. And so my friends would be like, why are you so stuck on this? Because you did the breaking up. And I was like, yeah, I broke up with him, but I broke up with him because I knew it was best. But that doesn't mean that my heart still wasn't in it, if that makes yeah, any it, sense. Yeah, same thing. Like with the 2017 <clears throat> stuff, like I knew like he wasn't a good person, <clears throat> but that didn't matter. My heart was still there. Right. And like when you give someone so much of yourself, it's like part of you stays with them. Yes. <clears throat> like in a way, metaphorically. 100%. Like, <clears throat> you, like I'll never be the person that I was before I met him because I feel like I was really naive and like, you just leave part of yourself with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what I had an issue with is, yeah, we were best friends. We spent all this time together. So a lot of my identity was like his girlfriend. So when we broke up, it was like, who am I now? Right. Well, because then the people that you're spending time around also helps build to become who you are. So if you're spending a lot of time with this person, then it's going to incorporate into who you become. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a battle between like, what is right and like what your heart like yes you know mm-hmm. uh, I, really wants i always wonder about like the guys that do women wrong like where they're at now and if they ever came to realize how messed up they've or how they've messed up mm-hmm. with past women how they treated women in the past like do they ever i wonder if they ever realize or if anyone ever <laughs> straight up just you know, mm-hmm. let yeah. them have it and let them know like hey this isn't right and you should not be doing things like this mm-hmm. and i wonder if they ever come to realize that I feel like some do, um, and then some, like, the guy in 2017, the girl he was talking to at the end of 2017, when I was like, peace out, there's another one, he married her. Mm-hmm. I looked her up, looked him up the other day, and they're married. Mm-hmm. So, I, mm. who knows? I pray for the- <laughs> I pray that he fixed himself for her. <laughs> Me too. I pray to God, because I would never wish that on anyone, mm-hmm. and that's, like, my first thought. Was like when I saw that because I was like, ooh, we talked about like the relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what like spurred me to look him up because I was like, hmm, I'm curious. So I like looked him up and they had just gotten married like literally the day before. And I was like, the first thought that ran through my head was, God, I hope that he treats her better than he did me. 100%. Mm-hmm. Because I would never wish that like feeling of not being good enough on anyone, anyone. Mm-hmm. Because it, nobody deserves mm-hmm. that. Mm hmm. Have yeah. any of y'all ever found yourself 
in positions and like I like guess with with you Chelsea too like where you're in a toxic relationship but you find yourself staying with that person because you want to prove to them that you're worthy yes mm. no yes. it's almost like a I know that like I could get better but like I want you to realize that like I'm better right mm. like it's almost like a game yeah that's interesting it's toxic because I, I knew better like I'm not right. stupid right like <laughs> obviously like but it's it's almost like it's a mind game mm-hmm. because I knew better. I knew I could find someone better. And like, I don't mean that in like a condescending way, but like he wasn't really doing a whole lot. Like at so least someone who can treat I you better. That, and it was like, I can literally go find someone that has their life together and that will not continually put their ex over me or any, any other girl. Cause at that point there's no telling who else was involved. Um, but I was like, I've already like put time and effort into this mm-hmm. and like, I'm going to prove to him. Like I have all my ducks in a row. Like it's almost like a game of like, I'm going to prove to you that I can be the best. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be like that. It's so unhealthy. And how much of it, like, was, like, I'm wondering, like, hopeful that, like, things would change. And I'm a fixer. Did you think he would change? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was you like, you could change maybe him? I could change him mm-hmm. into, like... I'm I'm sure if they can't, if that person couldn't, I can. Yeah. Like, I for sure can, like, make it better. And yeah. he, he like, talked a lot, like, about... There's no telling what he did to the girl before me. Like, mm. his ex that kept popping back up. Like, she reached out to me. It was a whole, sh- like, cluster. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very dramatic year in my most stressful year at PT school. It was great timing. Yeah, you didn't have much going no, on, No, nothing right? on my plate. <laughs> so, I'm curious, like, what he was, what he did to her. Like, what mind games did he play on her? Because he made me crazy. So, I'm like, what, what mind games were you playing on her? I've heard things about men that, that, um... When they play women, it's because he doesn't feel like he deserves a woman that's successful. That's all these things. And so he's going to play them to make them feel less about themselves. Well, that, yeah. That and probably having two successful women coming after you when you have nothing going for yourself probably mm-hmm. feels pretty good. Right. Boosted the ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not to say, like, it's right to do that. But also considering the fact that, like, he probably, like, was going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. He didn't really know how to yep. get yeah. through. And so, like, this was his way of... I mean, we all have, like, our issues, and mm-hmm. we do things... Sometimes our issues, like, cause us to do things that, like, we wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Well, and it made you the person you are today. Like, even though it sucks, like, you learned a lot about who you yeah, are. for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And it taught me a lot of, like, coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And how to handle heartbreak, and what works for me, mm-hmm. and what... Because I grew a lot, like, in that time between relationships after that. Like, I did a lot mm-hmm. of traveling... I finished a year of school, like just a lot of things. It just mm-hmm. you learn to move forward. You do, yes. And I mean, granted, like you said, some of the things that you learn through that or experience sort of kind of maybe hinders the way that you approach relationships now. Um, and it could be positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're working through it. Um, we're all like we've all experienced things like I've experienced things too and like and it's funny because I literally just had this talk with my roommate this week about like heartbreak and like how that has defined the way that I see relationships or the way that I like I have this idea right of like how like I want to be treated Mm -hmm. and like um sometimes that can really prevent me from trying things because I'm like, 
I close myself off to it because I'm like, I will not let myself get to a place that I was in at that point. I had like, I was 18 or 19, I think it was like 17, 18. Um, and I had, it's something I had like taken, I was like, move, I didn't move out, but I was like kind of helping my cousins like and tutoring them like, and they lived like about like an hour away from me. So I would go and I met someone there who lived in the same like area. And at first, like, I thought he was, like, really great and, like, he was funny and, like, he was just... I was 18 and naive. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. I had a lot of, like, oh, like, you know, expectations and, like, this is interesting. And I always say, I didn't know, like, what a relationship was and I didn't know, like, what this was. So, um, and, you know, you get into that, like, place in your life where you're, like, oh, my gosh, is he going to be there when I go? Like, mm-hmm. is he going to, like come talk to me and so he was like he would come talk like he would come approach he would like knock at my like aunt's house and like I was there and like we would talk about things and just hang out and it wasn't even like anything great but the feeling of like being like wanted Mm -hmm. and like you know giving me attention as an 18 year old I was like this is awesome Mm -hmm. um he is the worst um (laughs) long story short um he like didn't believe the things that I believed in obviously like I grew up in a Christian home so like coming out of a Christian school barely graduated I was taught you know like this is the kind of person that like you should be looking for someone who shares the same values at that point I was very like in and out kind of wondering like what that was gonna look like Mm -hmm. out of school into like now a college where like I'm exposed to you know, the all real sorts world, of people too. all sorts of people. And so, um, we didn't hang out a lot and it was very like, yes, no, sometimes like he would come around, sometimes he didn't like, mm. and so now as I experience that again, like with certain people in my life, like it's a trigger, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes me want to like completely just oh, this is not, this is not right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, continue on with this because of my past and what I experienced. Like, I never want to, like, get myself to a place where I'm that naive again. Mm-hmm. So, and so I'm processing this with my roommate and I'm, like, crying and, like, mm. this is awful. And so that's something that I'm learning is, like, that really, although I learned a lot from it and I said to myself, because at the end of that, I realized that all he wanted was just, any type of woman like he it wasn't just me it was like he was attention to like any woman that was like around mm-hmm. and so I knew for the fact that like there wasn't no you know no specific like I want to know you mm-hmm. it was like oh you're a you're a girl so I just want any girl was he in it for physical reasons yes I think it was just for physical reasons um I think he was bored um which is really sad because I let myself be in a position where like things could have gone further than what they were and thankfully they didn't because I think a part of me also knew like in my heart like this is not right Mm -hmm. and I don't I personally didn't want that like because I want things to go like the way that I was that I grew up learning was like the not the like I guess just the right way to do it right? right there's a right way to do it and so like um thankfully I did it but the minute I like backed off like he completely didn't reach out and it was it was like it was done and I felt really discouraged and really like hurt because I was like wow like I I was not valued at all Mm -hmm. I was just like 
another like right he didn't even seem to care that you were gone yeah so yeah so that was hard um and then at that moment I was like I am done like I am never gonna let myself get to this place where like I'm gonna be I'm gonna put myself in this position again to get hurt and like be with someone who's not gonna like actually want to be there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's hard after you've had that type of heartbreak because like you just said like I don't want to put myself in this position again to get my heart broken again. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I like, I bring all these barriers into my mm-hmm. other relationships. Cause I'm like, all right, I need to make sure you check this, this and this so that mm-hmm. it, this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's how I live my life. Like, granted, like good thing came out of it. Cause now I, I have a better understanding of like the kind of person that I want mm-hmm. and how I want to be treated and what's okay and not okay. But at the same time, there's like a lot of factors that like, or a lot of things that I, like, don't walk into because I'm so afraid that I'm going to, that that little girl, like, mm-hmm. that naive girl that was back then, like, is still in there. And mm-hmm. I'm going to fall for it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's this whole protecting myself from it. But anyways, I, it's hard. And I'm working through that, too, as I'm learning, like, okay, maybe it's okay to step into those things. And maybe it's okay to, like, see what happens. And if it doesn't work out, like... It's okay. Like, I'm not that girl anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You've learned a lot since then. And so, it's funny because, like, I'm sitting with my roommate and, like, she's definitely, like, counseling me. Because then <laughs> she's like, well, like, so what would happen if you, like, wrote a letter to that girl? Like, oh, wrote a letter to that wow. girl, um, that naive girl that was back then, letting her know, like, who you are now. Mm-hmm. Like, you're stronger. Like, you are, you know, mm-hmm. this, yeah. this, and this now. Like. Have you done it? No. Because there is a journal prompt, like, and I did I, it one day, like, it was too. only a year in the past. But the moment that Do she it. said that, like, I started bawling. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> you should so, do that. That's a really good idea. Because, so, yeah, go ahead. Like, in when I was in that relationship in 2017, like, it was, I mean, that all started, like, in January, and it all came to a head in November. So, like, around September, I was like, I'm tired of feeling like this. Like, why am I, why do I constantly feel like crap, mm-hmm. like, after we hang out? Like, why am I, like, so, like, depressed? And, like, this was the year that my depression and anxiety, like, came to a head. Funny how that correlates with this person. So... I actually, like, went to my notes and, like, started, like, I put the date and the time, and I'd write out exactly how I was feeling. Mm. And, like, I did this. There's probably, like, I deleted a lot of them just because I'm, like, I'm pathetic. But, no, you're not pathetic. Don't believe Mm -hmm. into that. Like, Mm -hmm. it showed me. That gave me the courage to leave. And it pushed me to end things. Mm -hmm. Because I looked at all this, and I'm, like, I am so tired of feeling like this mm-hmm. and I'm so tired of feeling worthless and I'm tired of like you making me feel like this. And so like I used all of that courage to be like, I am done. You're not making me like that was the, I was able to look at how I felt and close that chapter. And that's while you guys were still together. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Journaling is so good. Journaling is it's really like not good. until you get it out on paper mm-hmm. sometimes that you start to realize like, wow, this is like real feelings that yeah. I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And feelings are, like, insanely real. Like, this past week has been, like, a battle with my feelings. Mm -hmm. And I realize that, like, feelings are not facts and it's not true, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. And and as a four, like, I struggle with that. So trying to, like, get it to a place where I'm balanced and not so into my emotions. Because it was, guys, I'm being vulnerable here. Like, it was a rough week. Mm -hmm. I, like, did a lot of crying. 
But it's okay. okay. That's good for the soul. It's good for the soul. And I'm like, I feel like today, like I've been in a better place. Um, And, you know, taking those steps to actually heal and like work through those things where I'm like, okay, well, this means and I need to be, then I need to, how do I take steps forward? And what does that look like Mm -hmm. for my future and the people that like come into my life? Um, And how do I approach it? Like, so I think it, yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think it was really good and. And you have a good support system. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't pay my roommate because that would be unethical. (laughs) (laughs) But she did a good job. That is really, that's a really good thing to try. So, Mm -hmm. Allison? Um, So, my my one heartbreak story that I guess kind of, that I actually dated, well, so it was kind of similar. It's similar to Chelsea. So, a guy that I dated, it's probably been, it was back when, when I was, I think, 17 years old or so. And we weren't, there was like no label or anything. And so we had been friends for a couple years and I considered, he was one of my, you know, one of my mentors. We became really good, great friends. We worked together. Um, and, and it got to the point where it became, you know, more romantic. And I, of course, was just all over it because I never dated throughout high school or anything or middle school, um, because I was a part of a church that was like basically a cult that said you can't date anyone outside the church. And so I never even bothered. And yeah, there's more where that wow. came from, though. There's so, some unpacking to do. Yeah, there, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can talk about cults in a different episode. <laughs> All about cults. Or All things cults. Experiences. <laughs> yeah. So and so anyway, we became we were what I thought was hopefully more, but it never became like an actual label. And so I was still I, I was holding on because I was hoping and that we had, we'd actually become something that he would find me worthy enough to make it mm-hmm. legit and mm-hmm. it never ever happened and so he kind of dragged me along for the next it was probably a year and a half after that and um but, but since we since we were never you know official he has still had you know girls that were friends on the side and so he would you know I don't know what would go on with those relationships, but so I'd always just, I'd find myself fighting like to hope in hopes that it would become something thinking like, I'm going to show him that I'm worthy and I'm going to, you know, prove it to him. And so I'm going to fight for it to show Mm -hmm. him that like, Hey, I'm, I am awesome and I'm worth this and I'm going to make you realize. Um, but then finally I just came to the point and I, I, so I journal a lot of my feelings and so I'll keep my journals over the years and I'll look back to like when those times were, and it was a very dark place for me, very depressing but after journaling, you know, days after days, I finally realized, like, I have to have enough respect for myself mm-hmm. to yep. put, you know, to put to rest that relationship. And I finally told him, like, you know, everything that's going on. And so we kind of, it it got, like, I completely just kind of cut that off. And then over, like, the next year and a half or so, he would kind of reach out here and there and try to get something going. And I would still, there was a couple times I'd, you know, be like, okay, well, maybe he's changed. Mm-hmm. You know, don't believe that every time, ladies. <laughs> when he's when he's acting like he's changed, that's usually I mean it's not always true. I think so. you can you can never change a person. They have to be able to change themselves, yep. and they want they have to want to change right too. for themselves and not for you. Because like I feel like sometimes we can fall into that like, oh he's changing for me. Yeah, that is always never the that's, that's always never long term, not not long lasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but so there, all that would be would be going on, and so we'd hang out a few times here and there, and then finally, just real, I got to the point where I'm like, I really don't want this anymore. I was mm-hmm. like, I had just realized that I'm worth more than that, and uh, so I just kind of we're we're actually still friends now, um, but we just 
I mean, if we don't really talk, we don't ever hang out, which is fine, but like we're still cordial, which I, which I do like that. I'm glad that there's no bad blood between us now, but, um, it was a learning experience, but I found myself bringing that stuff into my new, you know, future mm-hmm. relationships and everything. And if I realized that, um, the reason I never really in the more recent, now that I'm out of the cult church, um, I never really wanted to pursue dating because I felt there were so many times where I felt objectified and degraded as a woman. Mm. Um, and so I never, I just never wanted to put myself out there because mm-hmm. all I could think of, whether the guy was decent or not, I'd always just think, oh, well, he just wants, he just wants to get in my pants. Like that's, mm-hmm. so I'm like, well, why mm-hmm. even bother? If that's what they want, I'm not going to entertain that. And so mm-hmm. even the good guys, I would just assume that that's what they wanted. And so I just never really dated mm-hmm. seriously. Um, but, um, so that was like my way of, of protecting myself from from future heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But I've broken that, and through a lot of journaling and a lot of you know self evaluation and everything, I've I've grown from that, and and with God's help too, just realize that there are decent guys out there, and also some guys that treat women you know respectfully, right? Or well, women or men that don't treat women to the standard that they should, mm-hmm. even just being decent. It's so hard to find, but I've found that a lot of the times it's because they've got issues on the inside mm-hmm. that they haven't dealt with. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. thus projects into their, how they treat women. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that I, could do, be to do to, you know, improper mm-hmm. being raised improperly as well. Right. And that's like a good thing to know is like, we all have, like, we all have experiences that define the way that we react or like approach people in relationships and stuff. And I mean, not to say that it's okay. Mm-hmm. But understanding that, like, we all have, like, our ish. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. these internal battles. Mm-hmm. It gets rough. Mm-hmm. So I think that we talked about pretty good coping mechanisms, too. Definitely journaling. Mm-hmm. I know that when I did my breakup to keep me from going back, I wrote a list of all the things he did to Same. me. Mm-hmm. So that any time where he would, like, reach out, I'd be like, oh, remember the time you did this? Well, not to him, but I would say internally in my mm-hmm. brain, like, he did this to you. He did this to you. Are you okay with all that's this? That's good. Because mm-hmm. so, it's easy good. to look back in a past relationship with rose-colored glasses on and not see all the red flags because everything's red when you have rose-colored glasses on. <laughs> yeah. So if you take those off and you look at all the mm-hmm. bad things, it's realistic. Like mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, you did treat me like a dumpster fire. So <laughs> if you take those off – like if. It's easy to look back and look at the good stuff. Yeah, yes. you're gonna want to gravitate to the good stuff. Yeah, because I had good times with that person, like really good times. But I had a lot of bad times more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so psychologists yeah. say that when you look back on stuff, usually you only remember the good. So write down all the bad. So when you look back when he hits you up in three months, you remember why you left. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. smart. That's and really I think smart. being open minded to like approach new relationships mm-hmm. in a way where like you're not using you're not defining them by like your past relationships and um i forgot what i was going with that but yes <laughs> don't it's, define new relationships yeah. with old relationship habits no, it's a, open it's yeah. okay to go in with standards but also be flexible on like your ways mm-hmm. because um, everyone's not going to be in a box like it's mm-hmm. okay i don't know it's just I know, like, trust is a huge thing Mm -hmm. within that, and I think the, and this is what I'm told and I hear and, like, what I've told people, and, of course, it's hard to live by, but, like, in order to trust, you just have to trust, Mm -hmm. right? There's no, like, formula of, like, how to, like, trust someone. You just sort of have to jump in and see, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the hard part. Because mm-hmm. um, you almost have to be okay with getting your heart broken again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you oh! ready? So like before you jump into a relationship, just make sure if I, am I going to be okay with myself if this person leaves? Mm-hmm. I think that's important too, mm-hmm. is being confident in your own self and making sure that, okay, am I like a whole person? Like, am I got all of my stuff together where if this person walked out of my life tomorrow, I will be able to function, mm-hmm. I think is important too. One thing yes. that I also want to add to that is because it's one thing that I've been working on too with my therapist is um, if it's something that you're going to like think about, like, well, am I going to constantly think about like, what if, what if I would have like jumped in? Mm-hmm. What if I wouldn't have like, you know, like what if I given it an opportunity? Am I going to like live like that? Like wondering, or am I going to choose to just, trust and jump into it and then like see what happens and learn from those mistakes if it is um so like working through that and if you're okay with that then that's fine like you keep going but if you're not then consider the fact of maybe you should try it maybe you should see what happens mm-hmm. um but also like Chelsea said like being being okay being aware of like your heart can get broken Mm-hmm. There's no assurance that, like, your heart's not going to get broken again. And I think we learn through that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's all true. Yes. So. So it's okay to have a broken heart. You will come out of it. And it's not your fault. Or it's not you. You're not the problem. Right. You're not the problem. Time does help. I promise. Time. time. They say time heals all wounds, and it really does. It does. Mm-hmm. And it could be that it have been years, right? Like mm-hmm. us. I mean, we've been years from like our mm-hmm. specific experience and we're still working through that mm-hmm. and we still realize like okay that's something that I need to like tackle yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's a fair point time heals all wounds if you're still working on those mm-hmm. wounds you can't just expect it to be healed without working on it mm-hmm. right so tune in next week for our episode on marriage bye bye, bye, bye guys, guys. Thanks for tuning in today to our Coffee Talks podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which you will see the links below in our description. We would love to hear your input, y'all, so please leave us a review and hit that subscribe button to hear more on all things life.